0: Welcome to EE Times On Air, I'm David Finch. Today is Tuesday, January 8th, and we are live from CES here at Eureka Park in the Sands Expo in Las Vegas, Nevada. Sorry, Nevada. Eureka Park, of course, is home to hundreds of today's uh, top innovators developing tomorrow's top solutions. And you really can't talk about the solutions of tomorrow without talking about the internet of things. And Mark Jules joins me right now to do just that. Mark is global vice president of smart spaces and video intelligence at Hitachi, and uh, very glad to have him here with us. Mark, thanks for joining.
1: Thanks for having us. Appreciate of course, it. man.
0: So uh, I wanted to start here. Hitachi is a massive company and uh, one that I don't have a lot of, you know, professional familiarity with, uh, just given my background in engineering and never really, never really converged. Uh, Hitachi basically plays in everything IT healthcare, digital media, automotive, construction. I mean, the list really goes on and on. Uh, What does consumer
1: electronics mean to Hitachi today? So consumer electronics, the show um, to to Hitachi, for us anyway, is really uh, about smart spaces. So I actually came to Hitachi four or five years ago through acquisition, I sold Hitachi my company And I was shocked um, by just what you're saying, which is that Hitachi's in kind of everything. Um, It's a global company, $100 million, 303,000 people, and uh, we do everything from positive train control uh, to being a very large software company to what a lot of people are more familiar with. And to be honest, what I was more familiar with before the acquisition, which is things like power tools. Um, yeah, and, and sure. that's really what surprised me when I came to Hitachi. Is why a lot of people are familiar with, say, some of the consumer electronics, TVs, power tools. What they're not familiar with is the play Hitachi has in IoT, um, in smart spaces, um, and in, in software and AI and all those sorts of things. So. Sure, and that's
0: that's the part that I found fascinating in all of this is. Um, Certainly with that massive reach and exposure to so many different verticals, say, um, really the, the the essence of the IoT is connecting as much as we possibly can. You know, the IoT is only as successful as the number of things we connect to it. Absolutely. Um, and uh, is, is that the business of Hitachi Vantara? Is that, is that why? Uh, yes, so,
1: Hitachi Vantara is, is the main digital business for um, Hitachi, yeah. and um, within that, one of the things we really love about Hitachi is when we talk about IoT, you need to understand those verticals and those things that are in the uh, Internet of Things, otherwise you can build all the platform and analytics you want, but if you don't understand those verticals well enough to be able to get the data you need. To put on that platform to run the analytics, is very difficult, and that, thats really one of the things that attracted me to uh, to Hitachi. And right now, we see video as the ultimate IoT sensor, um, and here's why. People would be shocked to hear hear me say that, but here's why: video is everywhere. Cameras, anywhere you go, there's cameras, um, and you know, airports, uh, shopping malls, um, everywhere you go. And the amount of data they collect is amazing. What direction are people going? Sure. You know, uh, what, what are they wearing? Um, all those different kinds of things. So we really see video as the ultimate uh, IoT sensor. And as a matter of fact, I would say at some point, whether it's six months, a year, 18 months, you won't be able to have an IoT conversation with a company without talking about video. And I'll tell you why. We were just with a, a big financial firm, and they said that globally they had two hundred and twenty thousand cameras. Now think about that investment, <laughs> and, and you're going to come in and solve an IoT problem for them. Right. If you don't include that, you know how it would be like coming in and not including the IT infrastructure they put in, right? Sure. Well, how so, do you so even solve it? We really for- see it as core. totally a
0: core. How how do you even solve for something like 220,000 cameras globally?
1: Well, one of the, um, if you sort of go back in history a little bit, we were originally the smart city group, now the smart spaces and video intelligence group. Okay. And smart city has really evolved when obviously the key to smart city is safety, um, security and safety. And I think any mayor, any citizen would agree their safety or any worker. so one of the first thing we've realized is, when you have video in a city, it's coming from all these disparate locations. So the number one thing is that question. 200,000 cameras, uh, probably in facilities that were bought over time, bought through, uh, brought in through acquisitions, so they're all disparate video systems. Um, and then that bank wants to share a video with uh, the city or the transportation. So, so that is step one, is how do you bring in um, all those different disparate systems. We do it through what's called HVS, Hitachi Video Suite, um, and, and, and that really brings in all those different disparate video systems. And so when I start thinking about uh, IoT and
0: video, for whatever reason, my brother works at Motorola, all right. right? And so uh, I always, when I hear those terms together, I always think about things like first responders yeah. and smart cities. Yep. Uh, smart city to me, there's, there's so much that can go on there, but um, creating a safer environment for the first responders or even managing the foot traffic and the, 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 the traffic flow in cities based on visual information. Yeah. Uh, and, and certainly improving the city's security. Um, how, how would Hitachi Vantara define a smart space
1: in the context of you know, where it meets the consumer? Absolutely. So, so, uh, I'll actually just start back to your example with the city and and public safety and and companies like Motorola. And that was really where it started, was how do you use video um, to leverage, uh, you know, in order to make first responders have more information when they respond. But then the next step was, well, how do you integrate other systems? Gunshot detection, um, license plate recognition, uh, traffic uh, systems. So it went from just how do you integrate cameras to how do you re- integrate all those other data systems. Um, I always use, uh, you know, the major city, the, the nation's capital. Um, when we started, it was really just three different layers. You know, we were talking about um, license plate recognition, uh, video, and gunshot detection, and their 911. I think now they have something like 80 different layers, including things like overfill sensors on trash cans. Um, And it's gone from something, you know, when we talk smart spaces, it went from just city police departments to all the other entities, whether it's sanitation or parks and rec or traffic, um, and all the dozens of data systems, either owned by the city or public data systems that you want to bring onto that single pane of glass. And the reason we changed the name from Smart City to Smart Spaces is that doesn't end at the city. Um, It goes into universities uh, where we're doing space optimization to save universities millions of dollars um, by telling them how people use their facilities. And and what's really exciting is we can use the same video assets that we use to keep their students safer to do things like space optimization, um, to do things like making sure there's not uh, fraud on exam taking. Um, <laughs> maybe we didn't want that one when we were That's, in school, but, you know. Um, I don't advise rolling but, that But it, It's a great way to get an exponential ROI out of the sensors you've already put in. Uh, if you look into manufacturing, We look at things like assembly lines where people are putting together airbags and there's been massive recalls and safety issues due to how they're put together. Well, we can use video analytics mixed with other big data and machine learning, um, and we can actually cut down on those recalls, improve quality control. Um, So we see it in every vertical. Uh, Look at light rail, passenger rail, um, where we can look at um, predicting Uh, predictive maintenance, using video with other big data. So now there'll be less downtime for that rail. We can look at smart parking. um, So it's easier for you to sign a parking spot. You know, part of the challenge with public transportation is making it appealing and and making it the best um, experience so that ridership goes up. So we can follow that all the way through from, you know, the smart parking when you park your car, keeping your car safe while you're there. Um, looking at traffic flow on the platforms with people to make that uh, as easy as possible, um, looking at how tickets are distributed, the cut down on the line time. Sure. So it, it, it's one of my favorite verticals actually. Totally,
0: improving the quality of life you know, for your citizens. And Absolutely. what I really liked about the university example is, you know, so many academic institutions are, are funded partially or largely by philanthropy. And so it has to be very attractive to your donor base when you say, hey, we're making a one-time upfront investment that's gonna save us millions of dollars annually in, in not only things
1: like you know, security, predictive maintenance, uh, just running the institution. And also those institutions um, are such a key part of the community. So when you talk about a smart City, education is core. It's our children, which everyone cares about. And being able to share data between those institutions um, and other entities is key. So at Atachi, we're very proud. Um, when we can take data from a university, share it with the surrounding community, um, even if it's helping to cut down on parking violations so that community members aren't upset with college students, <laughs> um, you know, or, or again, uh, getting students safely at, you know, at 2 a.m., From the library back to their dorm, which might be off campus, by connecting those university systems to local public safety. Um, That's really key. And and we're actually seeing the private entities want to be included as well. So, you know, the hotels that are around those universities are in that city, Um, the restaurants, they want to share data too. It makes their response time better, Um, it allows them to know, uh, you, you know, what activity around them looks like as far as people's bicycles, yep. cars. Las Vegas is a great example of that. <laughs> um, sure. We You got to use Las Vegas if we're <laughs> here, right? <laughs> it's um, the spirit of the week. So in Las Vegas, uh, they actually hired us to deploy um, Hitachi's system for economic data. So they wanted to look at traffic um, so that they could tell businesses, here's how many people Um, Here's how many bicycles. Here's how many cars and they could help those landowners and property owners Get the best businesses and increase their property value. So economic development is really a key part of what we do Absolutely informed economic development. I like that. So where uh,
0: where does Hitachi technology kind of deliver on what's possible in these application spaces is it a is it
1: hardware and software? Is it a full platform solution? Is it a lot of analytics? It is, so we really pride ourselves. that The Hitachi um, Smart Spaces and Video Intelligence suite is truly end-to-end, so everything at the edge. And the edge is absolutely critical because we talked about how incredible video is as an IoT sensor. It's also, because it's so rich in data, very hard to transmit. (laughs) Sure. So the more of the analytics we can do on that bus, on that street corner, and the less video we have to transmit, the more cost efficient and the more effective. So we go from the edge um, and we can store anywhere in the process. So uh, in the cloud, at the edge, centrally in the data center, and we can do analytics at any point. So it is a hardware software system and it is NN, but we do really pride ourselves at Hitachi that it's also very open. Most of our deployments are not 100% Hitachi. Um, We will have partners, other people's parts and pieces, other people's analytics. And and honestly, I do think going forward, Smart Spaces, it's going to be a team approach. Um, The the idea that one company comes in and owns every piece of it, um, while we want to offer that to our partners and to our customers, we want to give them the maximum amount of flexibility um,
0: as well. Oh, yeah, I mean, the to own the whole thing would almost be more burdensome than than any one company can can really design for
1: it. would you know? be inefficient, sure.
0: Absolutely. So it uh, sounds like a lot of distributed computing, you um, know throughout the nodes, uh, certainly back at at the hubs where you need them. Um, and you mentioned collaborating with the right partners, and it's all, I don't think you can avoid the partnerships, the partnership model. I think it helps a lot of uh, companies bring the right solutions at the right time. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, your partner ecosystem at Hitachi Ventura.
1: Sure, absolutely. We have a pretty wide range. So obviously of partners like Arrow, um, who are helping with um, community outreach, uh, helping to bring together other technology that we can collaborate with. Um, we have all of the transmission folks. So uh, the telcos of the world, the fiber providers, um, Transmission is key to what we do, whether it's uh, wired or wireless, on a factory floor or a city street, the transmission uh, is, is integral, so uh, we partner uh, with, with those folks, obviously we partner with other software providers, yeah. um, other hardware providers, but uh, and then we have a, a global um, channel of systems integrators that can take what we do and make it even better, um, and, and also can add to our expertise in particular niches. So we're doing a lot of projects right now with one of the largest steam parks in the world, um, if not the largest. And why we know a lot about roller coasters, there's other companies out there that know even more. Okay. And if we can leverage their expertise and build the technology um, based on their expertise and the customers, that's great. And you know, co-creation to us is key. Um, And and to be able to co-create with other partners and with the end user is a fantastic uh, opportunity for us.
0: Absolutely. And that is completely in the spirit of, you know, that's why we're in Eureka Park is because it it doesn't matter the scale of the company, right? uh, If you're you're an entrepreneur startup, uh, you can't work in a vacuum, if you're a gigantic brand like Hitachi that's been around forever and, and
1: changing the way that we do things today and moving forward, yeah, you can't do it in a vacuum. And, uh, absolutely. Uh, and uh, and part of our ecosystem is also acquisitions. Um, we, we In addition to the rail system Hitachi already had, we acquired a large company because they um, were an expert in positive train control. And we've seen how important that can be. And going back to the beginning of the conversation, um, I really think that's one of the great things about Hitachi is, because they have expertise in all those different niches, um, it allows them to build analytics and uh, AI uh, that's really broad, but at the same time, custom built to various niches, and and that's key. That
0: is key. Uh, You can't can't just gather all this data and then make poor decisions with it.
1: And the only way to make a
0: good, informed, and critical decision is to know exactly why you're making the
1: decision, what the outcome needs to be. Uh, and Hitachi gets you there. Yeah, that's what we really focus on at Hitachi is outcomes. Um, We break them into uh, operational business and uh, safety and security. And in our perfect world, the same technology uh, does all three. And I'll give you a great example. Um, We were looking at video uh, analytics uh, that basically detects bag left behind, which is important for the safety and security, um, anti-terrorism, that sort of thing. Absolutely. But then we also are looking at how do we take that same camera, that same analytic, measure the volume of those bags, predict when the overhead bins will fill, um, notify the gate agents and allow them to get that plane out a minute or two quicker, which is a multi-billion dollar savings. So, spread the safety and security into the business and the operational. Um, Same in a city street, where you might be using license plate recognition um, or traffic counting for some sort of public safety. But now, how do I also use it to make uh, traffic more efficient, which cuts down on my emissions and my vehicles? and uh and and helps the environment um same with transportation how do we take the cameras that we started with safety and security um make uh the ridership experience better and increase rider and improve uh transportation so and that's
0: a perfect example of solving the for the right variables solving the right problems Uh, you can have the most advanced train control system but if nobody's riding it Nobody's adapting the technology. It
1: doesn't need any good. Uh,
0: are you seeing uh, any,
1: any uh, smart airport installations? Is that something at, Hitachi looks at? at? A- absolutely. Um, airports are fantastic because all three of those things are so key, right? I mean, sure. you need people to be safe and secure. Um, you, you need uh, to turn a profit. So you need efficient um, uh, operations and efficient business models. So. Everything from smart parking (coughs) to line queuing uh, to get people through TSA as quickly as possible to airports now are a guest experience. So um, retail, food and beverage, um, how do we show how people move through those so they can make their spaces as efficient as possible? You know, if you put a certain um, brand at the front of the store, how does that affect uh, dwell time and traffic (laughs) flow oh. <laughs> unless you put it at the back of the store. So airports are, are really a small city. Sure. Um, and, and that's, again, why we renamed the smart spaces is, is the, those other verticals are just as important to a community as the actual city entity. And impossible to do this without video
0: intelligence. I, in my mind, absolutely. It's yeah. the ultimate IoT sensor. This is amazing. You know, I, uh, I hate that we have time constraints. So uh, when you get back home, I'm going to call you, not at home, at the office, and uh, have you back on, and we'll talk more about smart airports, smart cities, smart retail. I look forward to it. That'd be fantastic. (laughs) That'd be awesome. Thank you for having me. Thanks, man. Mark Jules, and uh, he's Global VP of Smart Spaces and Video Intelligence at Hitachi. Be sure to check out ces.eetimes.com to catch more interviews with industry leaders throughout the week, exclusively on the EE Times Content Hub. And... uh, Don't forget to subscribe to the E.E. Times On Air podcast series, which will feature Mark Jules in the coming weeks. uh, And it's brought to you by the AspenCore Global Service. It's your free deep dive into the most compelling stories in electronics. And it's available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Uh, For for AspenCore and the Greater AspenCore Global Service, I'm David Finch. Thank you for watching. E.E. Times On Air. This program is produced by AspenCore. Thanks for listening.